The Minnesota Wild are set to get Jared Spurgeon back on the West Coast road trip. Are they even going to have room for him in their current roster, though? Of course they will. We talk about that and more today on Locked on Wild. You're Locked on Wild. Your daily podcast on the Minnesota Wild. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to another episode of Locked On Wild, your daily Minnesota Wild podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for making Locked On Wild your first listen every day. And just as a reminder, Locked On Wild is free and available wherever you listen to podcasts. Today's episode is brought to you by Stat Hero. Stat Hero is the first of its kind daily fantasy sports platform where it's you versus the house in a head to head fantasy matchup. Winner take all. You can sign up for free right now at stathero.com slash hockey and make sure to use the promo code hockey for a 100% deposit match. On today's episode of Lockdown Wild, Jesse Pierce joins us to take a look at how the Minnesota Wilds continue to get it done, and uh, we look at how Dean Evason has uh, continued to push all the right buttons with this team, plus a look ahead to uh, the next few remaining games uh, for the Wild on this road trip. My name is Seth Topal, host of Lockdown Wild, the voice behind your daily Minnesota podcast, and as mentioned, joined by Jesse Pierce of the Bar Down Beauties podcast, amongst other areas, plenty of other bylines <laughs> for Jesse, uh, but uh, Bardown Beauty is the main one. Jesse, welcome back in. How are things going? What's going on? Yeah, you can't escape me. You can never escape my bylaw. <laughs> I am everywhere that hockey is. Uh, good or bad, take it or leave it. It is what it is. Well, and w- with having multiple multiple spots to uh, to put your work, obviously it makes it way more fun when you have a team that is uh, waiting until the last like minute or two of the game to come back and win. So you have your story written. I saw you even took the initiative to have two different drafts written, um, which seems like a really important thing to do, especially with the way this team continues to get it done. I mean, absolutely. I got to hustle my butt down to the locker room. I mean, it's great that we're back in person, but that means that we got to file. We got to get down there and uh, get the postgame comments. But no, it is. It's been I'm happy for the fans. I really am, because obviously for the fans, this is a tremendous season, a tremendous start to the season. You haven't seen one like this now. They're setting records. I mean, it's just absolutely phenomenal. Um, so great to have that 18,000 back at the home rink. Um, they are. They're a fun, exciting team to watch. I mean, you pick any positive adjective, and that will describe this Minnesota Wild squad. Um, keeping it interesting, finding different ways to win, finding kind of some of the similar ways to win. I mean, but they're finding ways to win is the most important part. So here we are, seven-game winning streak. Uh, I'm excited to see how long this train keeps going. And You know, the the thing, too, that has been, I think, most impressive about this is, yeah, we saw those comeback wins. Pittsburgh, you know, getting it, getting the game to overtime against Tampa Bay, down by two, beating Winnipeg. We're now seeing the Wilds start to get a lead and, you know, win these games, especially the Edmonton game, um, win it without really having much uh, much of a sweat broken. Uh, and so, you know, it leads you to kind of believe that this wild team is starting to 
just get to that level we all wondered if they'd be able to get to. And, I mean, top team in the Western Conference. Obviously, uh, Dean Evison's doing a lot uh, to really help kind of push the buttons for this team. I, I don't know if anybody thought we would hit this level this year, but, you know, just just what sort of vibe is the team giving off? Obviously, you have a chance uh, to be around the team on a daily basis. Uh, what sort of vibe is this locker room uh, starting to put forth as this winning streak continues? I mean, it's hard not to have fun when you're winning, right? But, I mean, in general, it seems like it's a team that has fun, and that speaks to a camaraderie in the locker room. I know we've stressed time and time again the culture change that has happened, but truly I think people forget how tr- important of an impact that can be. I mean, these guys are out there playing for each other. They're playing for Dean, and that's instrumental in winning hockey games. When you have a coach that you want to play for, when you've got teammates that you want to play for, because believe it or not, that's not always the case on every single team. I mean, I know it sounds insane, especially in hockey. That's such a team sport and team first mentality, but if you're not all in it together, it's going to be hard to string together wins like this Minnesota Wild team has. So that, I mean, speaks volumes to what they're like. Um, and they have a little bit of swag, not cockiness by any means, but there is this confidence. There's this belief in themselves, which, again, it's another important element, especially when you go back to the beginning of the year, like you had mentioned, Seth, where they're having to come from behind again and again to get those wins. They finally have put that back at bay a little bit. Uh, still need more 60-minute games from them. That is my biggest gripe right now. but they're managing to just do it, have this confidence in themselves and in every single one of the, uh, the players out there, because as we've seen their depth, why wouldn't you, uh, you know, some, some just fun things to kind of piggyback off of that. I saw Michael Russo allude to the fact that Dmitry Kulikov has just taken one of Victor Rask's sticks hostage and just says, Hey, this is working. I'm just going to keep doing it. And you know, you, you speak to the camaraderie on this team, I'm sure it happens elsewhere in the NHL, but that's just a really fun example of how much this team is gelling as they go. And it's almost a little surprising, right? Like it just, you've got a decent amount of young talent, but the way that they've come together so quickly, I mean, there's a lot of new faces in the room this year and there's a lot of new voices and it seems like, and I, you know, I think that's a credit to the leadership. I think that's a credit to Jared Spurgeon, Marcus Foligno, Matt Dumba, who have always been guys that seem to have really opened their arms to new players, but they've really done that to make Kulikov, to make, Kaprizov even feel comfortable with this team, right? And Alex Galagoski, another new face who's been around locker rooms. Um, you know, I, again, that's a huge credit to to having that environment that people want to play for. You want to play for the Minnesota Wild team. You want to go out there and give your best. It's hard not to play your best when you have everybody else doing so, right? You've got guys that are constantly performing that it seems to be elevating each other's play as well. Yeah, it's it's all leading up to just an amazingly fun season so far, and uh, there's no reason to suggest that it won't continue. Uh, and potentially some good news uh, that we'll talk about coming up next, as it sounds like the Wilds are close to getting their captain back, who, by the way, they've gone and done this whole winning streak essentially without him, so the rich just get richer. And uh, we'll, uh, we'll talk about that with Jesse Pierce as we continue our conversation Next, here on Locked on Wild. Nobody plays daily fantasy sports to lose. Winning feels so much better, but traditional fantasy sports are a long-term losing proposition because you never know who or what you're up against. Stat Hero is the first of its kind daily fantasy sports platform where it's you versus the house in head-to-head fantasy matchups. Winner, take all. And here's the crazy part. 
Stat Hero shows you their lineups before you play, and you handpick the team you want to face one on one. This never before seen innovation of a fantasy sports and sports betting hybrid has Stat Hero players clocking odds that are over four times better. With Stat Hero, you are in control of the stakes. You decide how much you're going to play for, and Stat Hero has no choice but to take it because they're daring you to beat them. Stat Hero head to head is what daily fantasy should be one-on-one. So sign up for free right now at stathero.com slash hockey and use the promo code hockey for a 100% deposit match. That's stathero.com slash hockey. Use promo code hockey for a 100% match. stathero.com slash hockey, promo code hockey, terms and conditions apply. I've been hearing a lot about Stance Apparel recently, especially because they just launched a brand new line of active apparel. And with the holidays right around the corner, Stance is the best gift you can give. Stance changed the game by offering color, comfort, and creativity like no other. Founded in 2009, Stance Apparel represents a radical reinvention of socks, underwear, and active apparel. With a sharp focus on comfort, creativity, and quality, Stance brings an atypical aesthetic alongside some of pop culture's hottest collaborators, for the ultimate in style and self-expression. Because everything you wear should be a direct extension of who you are and how you feel. I mean, who wouldn't want to be seen wearing Batman, Star Wars, The Office, Disney, Marvel, you name it. They've got it. Stance believes that the perfect fit matters more than fitting in. That those who feel good, do good. Go see for yourself. Register for an account at stance.com and get 15% off of your first purchase. Use the promo code LOCKDOWN at checkout to apply. Enjoy the color and comfort of a life less ordinary with Stance. Continuing today's episode of Lockdown Wild with Jesse Pierce of the Bar Down Beauties podcast. Thank you for making Lockdown Wild your first listen every day. And Jesse, as we teased before the break, uh, the Wilds are at some point going to get their captain back, Jared Spurgeon. Um, if you would have told me that the Wilds could go on a gauntlet in which they beat the Tampa Bay Lightning, the Toronto Maple Leafs, the Edmonton Oilers, and that Jared Spurgeon would not have been a factor in any of those games, I would have not believed you. And yet, (laughs) here we are, largely in credit to the fact that Jordy Ben was able to just step into this lineup to the point that the Wild didn't necessarily need to keep Kalen Addison around. Uh, is is Ben going to be the guy that, that goes back to the bench uh, with, uh, with Spurgeon ready to return whenever he does come back? I would have to imagine so. And, you know, I think it's because for me, Ben, it's better when you don't notice him, right? Like, I think he was not noticeable. And I say that because when you notice him, it's usually not for the right reasons. It's usually for all the wrong reasons. So for me, he kind of came in, he did, he filled his role. I think the bigger credit goes to John Merrill and Dmitry Kulikov, who really stepped up their game tremendously. And even Alex Goligoski, in a sense, right? For him to be able to switch gears and play with a partner, I think the natural thought back in the day might have been, oh, Matt Dumba slots up and moves forward, or Jonas Brodeen. But that pair works. So you don't want to do that. So, I mean, for Merrill and, and Kulikov to to make some changes and, and shimmy around has been really tremendous. And again, a credit to Jordy Ben, I will say he did. He came in, he was able to perform. Uh, but yeah, I think it's an easy decision to toss him back uh, on the pine. You know, it's it, it, the game against the Oilers was one of those good examples of just watching Jonas Brodeen do his thing uh, for those that, you know, read into more of the game than the box score, because 
he made life miserable for one Connor McDavid. And you take a look at just the things that he does on a nightly basis, like poking the uh, poking the puck away from right in front of the net, just instinctively chasing down players as they're uh, trying to get an odd man rush. Uh, Jonas Brodin was just sensational. But if you haven't been paying attention, he's been pretty good for his entire career, too. Yes. I mean, he gets better and better. I would say last year would probably for me was a really big breakout season for him. He just kind of seemed to take his play to another level. And I think that's because he found that offensive part of his game a little bit more. I think he always was the great counter to Dumba's aggressiveness, right? He was always the constant that kind of stayed back there, played a very defensive scheme, but now he's jumping into the play a little bit more. He's making some more aggressive moves, um, you know, and some of Dumba's play rubbing off on him in the right way, though, because again, he has a skill set that's very different from Matt but also a very successful skill set that you love to see. So, yeah, I would argue, like you had said, Seth, he's been primed to to have the showing like he did last night for some time, but he just kind of proved it on a, a national scale a little bit better, shutting down Connor McDavid, shutting down Austin Matthews uh, earlier a couple games ago as well. So, Jonas Brodine, you go, man. You go. Bring those clamps. Uh, I did have a, uh, a listener ask an intriguing question I wanted to get your take on because – you know, we we saw early in the season maybe not as sharp of goaltending as we were used to last year from both Cam Talbot and Capo Kakinen, but Talbot, louder for the Alexis Pearsons in the world, please. Shout Thank out. Thank you. Um, <laughs> Talbot has uh, has certainly, and not to say that Capo hasn't, but Talbot basically is getting every start, and his numbers have been incredibly good. I think over his last five starts, he's given up nine goals um, against those quality of teams that we mentioned. Do the Wilds still need to look at maybe shoring up the the backup spot um, as the season rolls on, or or are we good to roll with uh, with Capo and uh, and Talbot as far as they'll take us? I mean, you know, Capo's got some wins under his belt now too. He's got some games in. I mean, I think the key is finding when you can play him. Right? Not only does Cam need a break, but you also need to make sure that you get Capo his game so he can come in you know, feeling confident, feeling a little swagger, because if you had left him like you did at the end of the last season, it wasn't looking great as a tandem. Um, but going into this year, that being said, I think everybody knew Cam was going to get the lion's share of the starts and and he has, and you're absolutely right, Seth. He's, he's gotten better and better. Um, you know, I think he's starting to steal games. That for me was kind of the biggest thing that gave me pause for concern a little bit was just that he was always fine. He was getting the wins, but it was nothing that was overly convincing. It wasn't a goaltender that was going to strike fear into me. Like, Oh no, you're going up against Cam Talbot. He's starting to get there, right? He's starting to become that goalie again. Um, you know, it's not a flash in the pan from last season. So that's very exciting, but yeah, I think Mommy. I don't know what else Mommy. would be. Caden uh, <laughs> thinks so too. Caden's ready to go into goal if we need him to let's get those uh, pads on. Yeah, exactly. He's the little brother. So that's naturally what's going to happen. Um, no, I mean, I think you feel okay about the tandem. I think it, it is what it is. Do you need another person? <laughs> I apologize. That's just life. One one has a hockey stick, though. Hey. He's ready to go. So, you know. Um, but, yes, go Cam Talbot. Keep improving. Capo will get in there. And, uh, again, hopefully he gets some more wins just to feel better about himself a little bit. 
Yeah. Um, final, final little thing before we uh, we move on to looking at the final swing of this road trip. I say final swing. It just started. It just started. Yeah. So we'll uh, <laughs> we'll look at that. But I did want to ask. Freddie Goudreau has been uh, dealing with COVID nineteen. He's been in the protocol, which has led to the Wilds um, playing a little shorthanded, and uh, they called Mason Shaw up to fill the spot. Um, any update on Goudreau as to when we can see him, or does it all just kind of come down to when he starts to uh, to uh, pile up those negative tests? I think it's just piling up the negative tests. Now that they're out of Canada um, for the rest of this road trip, it's easier for him to rejoin the team. He would be able to rejoin once he gets out of protocol, all of that stuff. Um, unfortunate, because I know a lot of folks were very excited about seeing potentially Mason Shaw, uh, but the Wild has to lose some games, I think, before they see any changes lineup. Because I think even Goudreau is going to have a tough time making an argument to get back in. You're going to probably see Victor Rass stick around for a little bit until somebody makes a mistake. Um, but yeah, Freddie will be able to come in once he gets however many negative tests it is. I think two or three, maybe something like that. Um, he'll be able to rejoin the squad and although probably ride the pine for a little bit. Well. If uh, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. I guess is the uh, the good adage to use uh, with this wild team, and it definitely ain't broke. <laughs> so uh, nothing nothing need f- needs fixing. We'll tell you what. Let's finish up by taking a look at what is coming up for the Wild. Uh, they'll play the Sharks, the Kings, and the Golden Knights. We'll finish by talking about the rest of the West Coast swing with Jesse Pierce next on Locked On Wild. Got beard? Get primal. You heard me right. Got beard? Get primal. If you or someone you care about has a beard, it needs to get primal. Maybe you're that guy who has never considered the benefits of treating your beard with product. Primal Origin Oils will stop the itch and make your beard look healthy and groomed. The products are free from harmful synthetic ingredients and with low impact on our planet. Primal Origin Oils makes balms, oils, and whipped butter that are renowned as the best feel-in beard products available. All products are fair trade certified and handcrafted in the United States. Plus, their combo kits make a great holiday gift, and if you're shopping for yourself, you'll be glad you did. We know that every company claims to have the best, but Primal Origin Oils challenges you to compare their ingredients and the feel in beard to the other products you've used. They promise you will see and feel the difference. Remember to use the promo code LOCKEDON and get 20% off at PrimalOriginOils.com. Again, use the promo code LOCKEDON at checkout for 20% off. BetOnline.ag has you covered all season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before as your favorite sports continue their march to the playoffs. BetOnline.ag remains your number one spot for all the sports action going on this season. So head over to their new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Make sure to use the promo code Locked On to receive the entirety of that welcome bonus. They offer everything from college basketball, the NBA, college football, NFL, NHL, boxing, UFC, all the way to your favorite Vegas casino games. So don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. BetOnline.ag is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports. BetOnline.ag, where the game starts. Final segment of today's episode of Locked on Wild. And once again, thank you for making Locked on Wild your first listen every day. Seth Topol joined by Jesse Pierce of the Bar Down Beauties podcast. Jesse, we've got three games left. 
on the road trip. The Sharks, which will be uh, taking place tonight when people are listening to this episode. And so uh, with San Jose, they uh, are moving on from Evander Kane, I guess is the best way to put it. They're <laughs> they're playing okay, but uh, as we saw when the Sharks took on the Wild at the XL Energy Center, a good example of a team that the Wild can't take too lightly. Otherwise, that uh, winning streak's going to be snapped unless they uh, unless they do what they did to Edmonton, which is just come out, score early, and uh, put the game away. That simple. Just do what you did in Edmonton. It's just that easy. To do what you did against <laughs> Toronto, right, Seth? Like, <laughs> no, I mean, you're right. And, and I think that's been always, again, a concern is – certainly have respect for your opponent, but don't play down. Don't overlook, don't look past him. I mean, you saw against Arizona at home too. It was a little questionable. Like, Ooh, this is exactly what you feared, right? It's a trap game. Um, San Jose is playing really, really good hockey right now too. That's another team that's kind of surprised me a little bit out the gates. Like, Oh wow. Okay. They've kind of figured it. Timo Myers figured out how to score. They've got a uh, offensive power. I believe they just beat Calgary to another top team in the West. So, I mean, they're coming in hot on their own too. I think it should be a really good matchup against two very offensively strong teams. So I think it's a game that will come down to goaltending, right? I think um, they've got some questions in, in net. not that Minnesota has questions in net. I like Cam Talbot. People stop coming for me. Like I like him. I'm not saying he's <laughs> bad, but um, he's going to really have to be on his a game too. I think Jared Spurgeon possibly comes back. So that could be really good for the de- defense there. Um, but I'm looking forward to a good game. It's one that uh, I think will be a little bit tougher of a test for for Minnesota. Uh, after that, then uh, a back-to-back weekend tilt. And the Los Angeles Kings, on the flip side of the coin, Los Angeles Kings are not playing particularly good hockey as of late. But uh, they did... Uh, they did stomp the Oilers 5-1 to one before the Wilds got a piece of them. So, mm-hmm. again, another dangerous team, but seems like this one should be, if everything goes according to plan, should be a dub. Should be. I mean, it's but I don't know what to make of L.A. Like, they're confusing to me. Like, what is going on? Like, are you terrible? Are you, like, okay? Like, they had a hot streak going themselves, too, for a little bit there where they were fun to watch, and now it's like, oh, no, you're still in, like, a rebuild, or what are you doing? You know, does... It's whatever they are, what they are. Drew Doughty, what's up? Um, but uh, no, it should it should be an easy win, hopefully, because as you mentioned, it's a back to back, and you head to where Seth? Where are they going after that? Ah, uh, they get to go to Sin City to take on those yes. wonderful Vegas Golden Knights who beat the Wild earlier this year when they had nobody at their disposal. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it, you they... got to get the dub in LA, and then you got to go in and. You cannot have a slow start in Vegas. You just can't. No, and if I recall correctly, they started their uh, rookie backup, not even Robin Leonard, in that game. No. They still won 3-2. Yeah. to two. Yes. Yeah, I believe that was like his second ever game. Maybe mm. even his first. It might have been his first game. It was not good. It was a not good situation for the Wild because it was one that they, they should have won. You know, I think... The Wild has usually been a pretty consistently strong road team. I don't know that you're seeing as much of that. They've been awesome, awesome at home, and I think they've really leaned into having the fans back. It sure could be lip service, but I think they've really been appreciating that. And I think it's been tough for them to go into opposing buildings sometimes. Not always. They still have a, a good record overall. If you guys can't see, 18-6-1 back there. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I think it's it's not going to be an easy road trip, if you will, here. 
uh, for them at all. Because depending on what goes in San Jose, that could easily be a domino effect and really get in their heads. And we'll see. Hopefully that's not the case. I won't put those bad vibes out there. But uh, I think it's three big games, six big points that uh, they need to clinch. Yeah, and who knows? I mean, if we do get to 10 wins in a row, who knows what Alexis will threaten to eat. Um <laughs> In the uh, the beauties preview, uh, as you guys do so well with just all levels of social media. We'll talk about that in a second. I did have to ask, had to ask to finish up today. Friend of the Bar Down Beauties podcast, Bruce Boudreaux. Yes. Is back. So give me give me your thoughts, your good vibes for Bruce. And it sounds like he already had his, uh, his Bruce Boudreaux moment with the fire alarm in Vancouver in which he just said, I don't smell smoke, so I'm not. Uh, I'm not going outside. <laughs> Bruce is just a gem, right? We all know it. We all love it. I'm really sad that as Wild fans, we never thought of Bruce. There it is. Like that's kind of hilarious and awesome. Like Vancouver did. Like they just come in and they just embrace that lovable man, like he should be. Um, you know, sure, people can say, "Oh, coaches are just so recycled in hockey," and they are. But I love Bruce. He's a good man. He loves hockey. And he got a win right out the gates with Vancouver. So um, good for him. Very, very happy. I know he's more whole when he's on the bench. Um, I think the players will really respond to him because he is. He's a lot about fun. You know, it was kind of bittersweet. We had him as a guest on Bar Down Beauties, and he had mentioned how he was kind of handcuffed with what he could do because he had a lot of players that are now no longer with the team holding him back and kind of, uh, having things played by their rules. So I think in Vancouver, he'll be the guy in charge. He's got some young guys who will help him along the way and uh, couldn't be happier for Mr. Bruce. Yeah, and uh, I, the Canucks Twitter account themselves tweeted out a picture of him in the the uh, the blue warm-ups and said, blue looks good on Bruce. So I tried to give them <laughs> Bruce Blue Drow. They can have yes. it. Can just have yeah. it. I, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not even going to charge anything for it. I like it. So, Good work. Uh, doing your part. Yeah, just just trying to help out. Just trying to uh, help the hockey Twitter sphere out best I can. Yeah. I like it. Uh, Jesse, before we go, just uh, tell the listeners where they can find the Bar Down Beauties podcast, not only for the show, but also the breakdowns uh, before and after games, because those are must-see as well. <laughs> um, so just uh, just tell the listeners in case they haven't listened, if they haven't, Get on that, please, <laughs> listeners. Uh, just tell us where you can find the show. Oh, you're the best, Seth. Uh, yeah, we release new episodes every single Monday. A lot of variety in our guests. As you mentioned, Bruce Rougeau, as of late, um, we've got some pretty exciting ones coming up leading into the Winter Classic here in Minnesota. So every Monday, again, those are released on your favorite podcast subscription channel. Follow us on Bardown Buttes Pod on, on Twitter. As Seth mentioned, we've got previews. If you want really unhinged, watch the previews <laughs> and the breakdowns, mostly Alexis's. Sometimes I lose my mind, not always, once in a while. But uh, we like to have a good time with it. Hockey's all about fun. We love the people that we meet along the way and uh, hope you guys enjoy as well. We enjoy partnering with great podcasts like Locked on Wild and you, Seth, too. Always down to have a good time. As uh, Aaron Lowry tweeted from the Minnesota Wild account, the vibes are immaculate. So let's keep those going. Jesse, thank you so much for the time. Uh, we'll catch up with you a little bit uh, later on here this season. Sounds great, Seth. Thanks so much. That is going to do it for today's episode of Locked on Wild. Thank you to Jesse Pierce for joining the show today to talk about the rest of the West Coast road trip. Make sure to check out our bonus episode coming later today with Dane Mizutani, also talking plenty of Minnesota Wilds coverage 
with a nice little Vikings tie-in as well. So check that out later today on all podcast platforms. Now that your first listen of the day is done, make sure to head over to Locked On Bets to get the lowdown on your favorite teams and make sure that your bets are off on the right foot. Hosted by your boy Q with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. Locked On Bets is available and free on all platforms, just like Locked on Wild. Make sure to follow us wherever you listen to podcasts. Also, make sure to follow us on social media, on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. We're keeping you as up-to-date with Minnesota Wild news and info as we can. If a puck drops in the state of Minnesota, Locked on Wild has you covered with new episodes every Monday through Friday as part of the Locked on Podcast Network.